Hey guys, so this week is a fun episode. We are joined by the guys from Muscadine Bloodline to talk music, balancing crazy schedules, how little any of us know about the music industry or the hunting industry, and of course we talk a good bit about hunting, bow hunting, turkey hunting, bird hunting, all of it. Gary and Charlie are both great guys, good outdoorsmen, and just the kind of folks that you like to see succeed. And lastly, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, do us a favor and head to our page on iTunes, give us a rating, and write a review. Enjoy the show. So this week we're here, uh, and this one, this is exciting because I don't know if I told you guys this, but y'all are are probably, no, not probably, y'all are definitely the first music artist we've ever had on the show. You know, we usually, we try to keep it a variety of different guests, but uh, this week I have Charlie and Gary from Muscadine Bloodlines on here. Guys, thank you for coming on. Hey man, thanks for having us, man. We're happy to be uh, the first people to do it. This is a this is a hundred percent true story. This is how I got, even got the idea of of having y'all on the show. We were driving to I think New Mexico, going elk hunting, and mm-hmm. Ben, who works with me, was telling me about this. He was like, "Dude, you got to hear this song." I was like, "What song is it?" So he pulls up Port Swing Angel on YouTube, and I was like, "Dude, what do you mean? dude, everyone's heard this song, but I'd never seen the music video before." And I think you were wearing a hat that had like a mallard duck on it. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. This dude's a hunter. So then I went and pulled up your Instagram. I was like, man, he is a hunter. I got to get this guy on the show. So reached out to you and here we are. Yeah, man, we're happy to be here. We love always talking about like being outdoors and stuff. It's kind of a, kind of a thing nowadays since we're so uh, on the road pretty much all the time. You know, you don't get to go as much as you'd like. Right. But, uh, you Every free chance we get, we try to go on, you know, on a little trip or somewhere. So yeah. it's uh, it, it's good. And then, you know, we live in Nashville, Tennessee now, and mm-hmm. we've been trying to look at leases somewhere a little closer to, uh, to uh, mo. I mean, a little closer to Nashville, and so we've been trying to figure out leases and stuff like that. But it's just kind of hard because they get they get bought up really quick out here, and the parcels aren't like as big as they would be back home. And right. I imagine where you are from. So uh, it's kind of like you got to go check them out, and a lot of them don't seem to be worth worth the money. Yeah, dang, I can see where that would be a struggle. Um, let's talk. Yeah. Like, like, tell me a little bit about y'all, man, Char- Charlie and Gary. Like, tell me a, bit, a little bit about y'all's background, where you're from, and and all that. Yeah, man. So this is Charlie speaking now. We're both from Mobile, Alabama, and uh, a lot of people here say that a lot. We're pretty proud of where we're from, and. <laughs> We uh, actually grew up really close to each other, but we didn't really meet until after we left for college. And we kind of both had our own uh, own bands going, and yeah. we would do like shows in our hometown. And Gary would come out and open, and then I'd go to Hattiesburg and open for him, and vice versa. And we kind of struck up a friendship. And Gary, you know, after the after we kind of struck a friendship up, Gary hit me up and was just like, "Man, I'm going to Nashville." Like, I was living in Auburn, Alabama at the time, and I was like, man, I don't really have anything else to do, so I might just come up there with you. So I literally slept on Gary's floor <laughs> in his room for like for like two weeks until a room opened up, and then we lived in the same house together, like in t- from that day in 2015 until literally about two weeks ago. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie just made a, that grown-up move. He just bought a, bought him a house. Oh so, yeah, so, stepping out yeah. into the big waters. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of deer out in my backyard. Yeah, actually, yeah, he's been sending me pictures. Like, I mean, the turkey and deer are everywhere out here. We we we're butt up right to the lake. Yeah, so we do we do a lot. Of, we do a little bit of fish. I actually went did some kayak fishing uh, 
two days ago with our tour manager out there and and so uh this is like the little quick day trip anyway we can just get out there and 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 step away for a little bit yeah man that's awesome that is cool that's that's such a cool story man that y'all you know you whenever you hear a story like that it just kind of seems like I don't know when you meet or, or when you talk to guys that are kind of doing something along the lines of what you're doing. It's not like a ever you never hear the same story twice, you know, and you never right. It, <laughs> it's never just cut and dry. Like right. oh, we were best friends that grew up together, and this was our passion. We, you know, been doing that. It, it is kind of funny how it all worked out. And, yeah. and we're forgive me if I don't know where y'all are based out of. We're in uh, so Primos is headquartered in Florida, Mississippi. It's, it's probably about okay. it's about ten minutes for, on the west side of Jackson. Gotcha. Okay, I, I'm familiar with their. Uh, I went to Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. Gotcha. And then, uh, and then uh, we actually both date. You know, being from Alabama, we date a couple of Mississippi girls. Like yeah. uh, Charlie, or he's married to one now, but his girls from Meridian, and uh, my girls from down close to Picayune in a small town called Popperville. Oh yeah, I know where Popperville is. Oh yeah. yeah. I figured there had to be something to that because, and I, I'm not trying to like. I mean, I'm a fan, obviously, but like, yeah, that that yeah. single y'all released, the the girl from Mississippi, like that's a good song, man. Like that's oh. that that has been my jam recently. I've been listening to that dang near every day, either driving to work or from it. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it means a lot. So, so tell me this, like, this is something I've and you touched on it, kind of, sort of, um, like, so I know, you know, I, I know the hunting industry, but I know nothing about the music industry. Like I know yeah, we don't either. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing, man. Nobody up here knows about it. We just all guess it. Yeah. Just kind of go with see see what works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I cut you off, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. I understand, man. That's funny. I feel the same way about the hunting industry. Sometimes I just feel like I'm kind of wandering around blindly and hoping it works out. But uh, yeah. So I I can imagine that you, especially when y'all are touring around and stuff, I can imagine your schedule can get pretty crazy. Right. I mean, yeah, man, it's it's pretty monotonous, and you just gotta like. There's never like a really a wind down. It's kind of like we go on the road. We leave on usually on Wednesday afternoons. We're back on Sunday, and uh, then you got a couple days when you're in town. You know to do. You know, then you got to write and take care of the business, and you know come up with you know ideas for things, and then you got to spend time with your girls and and. You know, do laundry, that stuff. So, like, there ain't much time, but it, it it's pretty monotonous, and it's uh, it's I think it's the cost of like doing something you you love, yeah. and it's and then once once it's like you make it a job. I mean, at the end of the day, like you work in the hunting industry, and that's like your passion. We work right. in the music industry, and that's our passion. But like, when it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a really cool job that yeah. we get to do. It pays the bills, and and uh. But I mean, it just it just takes time, and there's really, you know, no like rhyme or reason to how like the time works uh, of when you get off and when you can sleep, and it turning it you know turning it off mentally, and like you don't just clock out. So there's yeah. a lot of just never ending stress, and you know, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's you know you got there and play, and people are singing your songs and coming to the shows, and you know you, you see like you got to take it you know, deep breath and kind of, you know, take it in in those little moments. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, nobody really tells you, like, what it's going to be like in any business, you know. You kind of just have to dive in and, and you figure out, like, the good with the bad and you just kind of cope with it. And if it's still, if it's something you love to do, it, you know, 
at the end of the day, the good always outweighs the bad a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I feel like I get that on a different level. I mean, kind, kind of, sort of, because I feel like, I don't know, like an example, I guess, like when we're doing, I think it was last spring, you know, when we were right, when we were running around doing filming for turkey shows and, and the, you know, the stuff that we do. I think I, I think I slept in my own bed at home like three nights between the first of March and, right. and the end of May. And so, mm-hmm. like, during all that, like, obviously there were some times I was like, man, I wish I was home. But at the same time, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So it's kind of a trade-off there. But I, I, what y'all are saying, it kind of kind of seems relatable, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got plenty of those nights where we're like, dang, dude, like, you know, I, I want to be home. home. Yeah, like, we were we, – we just got back – you know, from uh, Mexico, we were down there playing a like a festival. It's like a week long thing, and then we had just got off the road playing. Uh, you know, played a festival with Luke Combs, and then yeah. you know, so we were gone for ten days straight. And by that tenth day, we were like, we just need. I'm ready to get back. It's <laughs> like you got to look at it. It's like, dang, we got to go to you know Cancun, open for Luke Combs, and do all these cool things. You know. And, same week we put out a new song that did really well and so it's just kind of like you know you got to take it all in and be happy with it but you got to find that balance yeah. yeah it's so funny it's so funny man because like the more and more you do this like you realize that you know like gary said it's like if you're following a dream or a passion there's really no ceiling and so like once you you have one little victory you know you you celebrate for a split second and you're like well what's the next thing we got to do you know and so you it's it's amazing and a curse at the same time, you know, and just like you get caught up in wanting to beat every single goal you have and every time you smash a goal, your goal level just goes up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't ever really catch it. You just keep chasing. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really that's a real a real way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's like you climb a mountain and then once you climb that peak you wanna to go to the the other one that's a little higher and and so it's just like you never catch it. That's that's the, that's like the best analogy of it i've heard like it's like you're literally chasing it but you never catch it yeah man i trust me i like i obviously we're on different playing fields but i get what you're saying i I feel i think i do i think i do (laughs) i might try to explain it and y'all be like no that's not it (laughs) (laughs) but uh so let me ask you this and i'm going somewhere with this question but i'm i'm asking again just strictly out of like more curiosity about what y'all what y'all do so like Mm -hmm. when you're you know you're up there and you're playing a show and you you play i mean i know probably I, I, like i said porch wing angel i'm assuming is one of y'all bigger ones i mean that's probably my yeah one of my favorite but not it doesn't have to be that one but like when you're up there and you're playing a song and the whole audience is out there and they're singing along and just cheering on to something that y'all put that much work in to produce that's got to that's got to feel pretty cool yeah man it, i mean it really is it's like those like you know a lot of our friends and they they see the they see the 90 minutes we're on stage and we live in this, you know, Instagram world where it's everybody's highlight reel. Mm -hmm. And so, so everyone sees like, man, this is a, you know, an awesome job. Like I wish I could do what y'all did. And, uh, I mean, we've put in, you know, hours and hours of work and the stuff that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, Mm -hmm. all the traveling and, and everything. So there's like those few pockets of like, you know, every week that lasts about 70, 70 to 90 minutes every time you get on stage. And that's, like, really enjoyable. It's just, that's like, the highlight, right? yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's, like, you get up there and, like, every time I play a show, I ain't worrying about, like, what's going on at home or, like, whatever. It's just, like, I'm just playing music, enjoying being up there with Charlie. And 
then you see, you know, all these people who come out to show who they got their own set of problems and, and life struggles going on and they get to like, they get to check out for, you know, a couple of hours. Right. And, and then, you know, when they sing, sing words you wrote and like, and they come up to you and like, man, that like, like a Porcelain Angel, for example, like it's like, man, that was our wedding song. You know, we, that was our first dance and, and that stuff. And you're like, man, that like the fact that you really like put time into creating something and it meant so much to, you know, someone that they would do that at their wedding and then come, you know, pay you to, to see you play it. That's just a weird, you know, yeah. concept. That's crazy to like think. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, it's a really, it's a really cool trade off, you know, like, like you said, you put in all these hours, and that's that's really the moment we're all chasing right there, you know. And, and, and we we catch it for that that split second, you know. And it, mm-hmm. it it really makes everything all worth it, and it puts it in perspective that like all the hard work is, is paying off. And then you're like, shit. Now we gotta go here and uh and uh load up the trailer and and drive through the night to do it again and get no sleep and and stuff. So it really is. We got we gotta even get better at cherishing those moments. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get it, man. It's, like, it's the stuff that people don't see. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's like a, uh, so yeah. like when, when we air, like say like a, I don't know, like an elk hunting episode, right? So, I mean, when a, when an episode of ours goes up on Outdoor Channel, it's 22 minutes long. And people be like, man, that was awesome. Those hunts on there were great. I'm like, what they don't know is, is, you know, we were maybe in New Mexico for two weeks to get that one 22-minute show. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That's yeah. a really similar situation. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 crazy how you know <laughs> much people don't realize when they just like you know turn on you know the TV and and see what especially in y'all's industry like what goes into like you know tracking this thing and finding this elk and and all the filming and making sure the shot is is good and not to mention all the people that are getting paid to that you got to pay out of your pocket to make it happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, but you know, like I said, and I, and I, f- I feel like y'all would say the same thing about what y'all do. Even though as 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 hard as it can be sometimes, I still wouldn't trade it for anything. Like I, I absolutely yeah, love you're it. Right. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, man. Yeah, man. If you, ain't, if you ain't loving what you're doing, you just need to find something else to do. Dude, couldn't agree more. I could not agree mm-hmm. more. And that's why I think you know, guys, with you know, you saying that, you know, someone has an outlook like that. That's how I think y'all end up in the kind of situation y'all are playing shows in mexico yeah. and and ha- you know um so let's talk some hunting y'all good with that y'all want to talk yeah. some hunting so yeah, I, yeah I, let's talk it it's getting to be that time of year to start thinking heavily on food plots especially for you guys up north i'm sure some of y'all have already gotten started so i've got to take a second to tell you about the incredible results we've seen from the primos takeout seed it has made a huge difference in our hunting at cottonmouth brassica blends clover blends fall mix whatever it is you need we have it covered head on over to primos.com to check it out I, i'm just imagining i mean i feel like it's a safe assumption that both of y'all coming from mobile y'all both have somewhat of a hunting a hunting background would that be safe to say well it's kind of it's I, this is charlie speaking i didn't do much hunting growing up and okay. then, until i got until i was really about 23 okay and i've only been on a, i've only been on a couple deer hunts but i've done a, i've done more bird hunting than i have than i have deer hunting. really what kind of like like quail or pheasant or, or what yeah so the first time I ever, the first bird hunt I ever did was pheasant, and then I've done some quail hunting too. Yeah. Still never, still never got on a turkey, and I've never killed a deer, but I've shot some birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I kind, I grew up in it, and it's really kind of like, 
I mean, Mobile's a, you know, metropolitan area, and if you right. don't have any property or friends that want to, you know, that that go or in, enjoy doing that stuff, it, you know, it takes a minute to get in. But I, I, I really got into it when I was about, you know, 14 or 15. Okay. And, uh, you know, I had a buddy. Uh, he's, he's one of my best friends, and he uh, he gave me this youth model PSD Spider. Okay. And uh, so, I, so I was like, all right, so I, like, in my backyard, I just started shooting that thing, you know, every day after school and got pretty good with it. And then, you know, killed my first deer with, with a bow. Uh, you just, killed your first deer ever with a bow? Yeah, man, I did. It was, um, it was just a little, just a little cold buck. And, uh, you know, when I was like 16, but it was like really cool to see, Yeah. you know, Dude, that's, killing something that, 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 that's pretty rare. You don't hear the first, if someone's first deer coming with a bow, that's not something you hear too often. Right. And so like, you know, it was kind of weird cause like my dad grew up hunting and, uh, like, but we were more of like more efficient and we played every sport, you know, all season round. So when you don't ever have a free Saturday or, you know, when it's baseball in the spring, you know, you know, and then summertime, you, they, you ain't killing nothing. And then, you know, fall, you got football, winter, you got basketball. Right. So there just really wasn't really any time for us to, to really go. And, uh, until I got older and, you know, had some friends that really got into it. But, yeah, man, and then, you know, I, I try to go, you know, at least you know, two or three times a year still. And yeah. then, but when I was in college, you know, I had, in, in South Mississippi, we had, you know, a plethora of places to go. And then I was in a lease uh, with a buddy that, you know, was only like 45 minutes away from, from uh, Hattiesburg, so – we could pretty much leave every Thursday afternoon and we come back, you know, on Mondays, yeah. you know, just hunting the whole time. So, but, but yeah, man, I mean, really, you know, I wish we could go more, like I said, but it's just, uh, you know, we've, but I've done my fair share of it, and, yeah. you know, gotten into, you know, some different stuff and, you know, killed, you know, I've killed turkey, I've killed deer, you know, I've, you know, uh, done some bird hunting with charlie and my uh girlfriend actually um her dad does guided pheasant hunts out of i mean guided quail hunts out of uh poplarville mississippi really and so uh, yeah and so he he does everything he incubates them and and everything and he's got a little lodge out there we actually went i took charlie down there for his bachelor party yeah. and we just went down there with some buddies and did a pheasant i mean i keep saying pheasant quail hunt down yeah. there um with them so it was a good time yeah man, dude those quail hunts like that are a blast we went on one uh for actually it was for my one of my good friends bachelor party back in february and we had that uh -huh, we're talking about uh yeah yeah where, where'd y'all where'd y'all uh go it was it? in um what was it it's a little bitty town um js mississippi like J okay. J A Y E S S. I'd never been there before. I didn't even. I never even heard of J S as a town. But I was like, they said there's quail there. I said, all right, cool. So off I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We got, I gotta get y'all down there to uh, to Popperville. We can go find a find a day or something like that next year and and go. Dude, say when. Just say when. Yeah. That's like I heard. You know, I mean, like Charlie. I don't know how heavy your interest is, but I mean, like I heard you said you hadn't got to kill a deer or a turkey. Like we we can. That's fixable. That's very fixable. You just you just holler. Hey, dude. I, I'm <laughs> saying this. I'm a pretty pretty good shot with a shotgun, so I'm down yeah. to, down to shoot a turkey. Yeah. Well, you probably yeah, we got we we go uh, we we got that national uh, gun club out here. Yeah. And uh, 
we got memberships to that. We we try to go at least a couple times a month and just you know shoot trap and and skeet and and clays and everything. So yeah, we that's like that's like our little fix of like getting out there. If we you know if we don't have time to drive, you know. You gotta find a time to do some redneck stuff. Man. <laughs> I heard that, it's, man. It's I get, I, yeah, I understand that statement on a spiritual level. I get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um, like, tell me uh, like, so Charlie, the, so the first hunting you ever did was bird hunting. The first, well, the, I, I went on a deer hunt with my dad when I was younger, right? And I shot, I shot and missed a doe with iron sights, like a pretty far ways away, and. That was the only time I'd ever, I've been deer hunting one other time, didn't see anything. Yep. But so that was like literally twice I went hunting. And then my wife's dad took me up to South Dakota and we did a pheasant hunt. And I was like, well, this is pretty easy. And this is one of the funnest times I've ever had. Right? So yeah. we, try, we try to make that annual trip up there to South Dakota. Yeah. I actually, I'd never been, I hadn't shot a quail or pheasant ever until last November. We went to Kansas and did a did a pheasant and quail hunt, and I I was like, man, why have I lived this long on this earth and not done this before? That's yeah, like, it's crazy. To, it's crazy because my grandfather, like, he 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 grew up pheasant hunting and doing all this stuff, and I I used to have all these cool pictures that he had, and like he had he used to collect all these, you know these pheasant you know mounts and stuff and i didn't just didn't really care right and then i finally you know got to old enough to have an interest in that and i was like wow this is one of the fun i mean it was one of the it was the first bird hunt i ever did and i was like well if this is what anything like bird hunt is i'm hooked you know yeah yeah it's a good time man it's so much fun especially you know there's because like I learned real quick, you know, deer hunting is not for everybody. There's some people that like just sitting still for a very long period right. of time. You just not, you know, right. just not what I want to do. But bird hunting, you ain't got to do that. You know, you're walking and there's dogs and you're, you're not being quiet. Right? You know, yeah, you you're high fiving your buddies. You got, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got ten. You could you could have up ten of people out there, you know, and still have a good time. Oh heck yeah! It's hard to not have a good time bird hunting unless you're missing a lot. Then you know, then it can yeah. kind of get yeah. frustrating. Because I had a, I had a day like that in November, man. I I don't I feel like I could, you could there could have been a thousand pheasants flush. I don't think I would have touched one, but you know, it buffed out. Yeah, if nobody's hitting, it damn sure ain't no fun. Yeah, it can it can for sure get frustrating. Unless one of your buddies ain't hitting, then you get to give him hell all day. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, if you're on the other other end of it, if you're hitting and your buddy's not, yeah. then yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So look, this is a. Uh, I got I got one more question for you guys, and we may have we may have touched on a little bit already, but it's it's a question I kind of wanted to ask. Um, if 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 I were to ask y'all, what's the what is the biggest misconception? about what you about what y'all do like the biggest misconception about y'all's job i'll give you i'll give you my answer okay charlie speaking and i heard somebody say this a few weeks ago and it kind of resonated with me but one of the biggest misconceptions about this job and i think it can relate to a lot is just because you're famous it doesn't mean you're rich and just because you're rich it doesn't mean you're famous right and like there's a million people out there chasing their dream and, and on Instagram and stuff, it, you know, like I said, it's a highlight reel, but at home it's, it's more of a grind than you, than you, than you think, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and vice versa, you know, just because you're successful at something doesn't mean you're the most popular guy in the, in the world either. Yeah. I would, I would say for me, uh, 
probably the fact that like music, musicians like a lot a lot of times get like a a bad a bad rep like there's kind of this like mentality that musicians are lazy and then uh, and all they do is just smoke pot and you know play guitar and, right. and stuff like that but like i mean this is it's work man like it's like because it's we're really building a business and like yeah. we had employees and and you know we got to go play to pay them and pay their bills and 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 everything like that and it's just like the misconception to me is like our job pretty much is like we just get up there and play music and have fun yeah. and that's like and which it is it's a great time but there's just a lot of behind the scenes that you know people don't really understand what's going on and, yeah i get and, it man uh, it's like they it's like they think you just do nothing but play all the time right right and so see the good yeah. yeah, and and that's all they see, so they 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 shouldn't have to know any better. But it's you know, right. Charlie and I are sitting here with our laptops open, you know, you know, you know, every day we're you know coming in here and you know figuring out okay what's the next play and we got to promote these shows and we got to what's the plan you know, today? What, yeah, what you know what do we all got to do? And it's all strategic and like I didn't realize. I mean, we didn't even realize when we got into this like that there was all this stuff and and you kind of hit like a you kind of get to a next threshold and you break through it and you're like, okay, now we got to, you know, do this. And, yeah. you know, oh, we didn't think about it. We got to do this now. And in this kind of, those kind of things. And so it's just a lot of, a lot of just grind. And so, uh, so I'd say for anybody who, you know, wants to start a music career, you know, just be prepared that, you know, as it goes, there's like, even if the most successful artists, like we just actually got off, tour with a guy named Kit Moore and mm -hmm. we did an uh, we did an acoustic tour with him and you know just seeing him come off stage and it was a you know show where it's like you know three thousand people in a sit down theater and you know he was still having this you know the same struggles, struggles you know and his his struggles might be a little different than ours but at the end of the day you know the more successful you get and the more things come it's like the struggles are always going to be there yeah. it's just maybe a different different type of struggle yeah yeah, it's not like that. It's it's not like you just get to a certain point of success and then put it on cruise control and just ease your way through life. Right uh, now, it's like okay, how do we make this thing bigger? How do we make it better? And, yeah. Hey, we all wish it was like that. Yeah, if don't we all? Like that, everybody, everybody would do it. Yeah, right. That, that would be awful nice. I wouldn't do anything but so, bird hunt. Yeah. So yeah, man. As it, as it goes, it's just kind of like the struggles just kind of they kind of change. Yeah. And, uh, but um, we're. You know, we're blessed and, you know, the Lord's really blessed us with, you know, opportunities and that we don't take for granted. And we're just humbled every time we go out there and take the stage and people spend their hard-earned money to come to come see it. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for y'all, man. I'm glad y'all are doing good. It's 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 easy to get behind and support guys like y'all. Y'all are some good dudes. Y'all got some good music, too. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. I mean, the, the other misconception for us, too, is, like, we're just normal guys who – who live normal lives we just happen to have a diff different job career you know yeah. like we don't like we didn't really get into this to to be the next luke Bryan. you know we wouldn't hate if that happened but right. it's kind of you know we just you know wanted to be comfortable and make a living doing what we love and that's just you know that jump off point of you know leaving being comfortable and saying okay you know what we need to you know do this and we feel led to to do this and chase this journey. Yeah.
Well, good for y'all, man. Good good for y'all for doing what you're doing, and good for y'all for having the, the confidence and the wherewithal to go through with it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing but happy for y'all. That's great. Well, we appreciate it, Lake. Thanks so much, man. And 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 uh, yeah, we got to get up, buddy. Yeah, we Definitely. need to, man. We're we're gonna be in uh, we'll be in Mississippi uh this this fall. We'll have to get y'all out to a show or something like that. Y'all come hang out, dude. I would do it. I'd do it in a minute. Just yeah, I'm I'm all over that. Yeah, we went through Jackson and uh, uh Starkville and and all those places. So uh, Hattiesburg. So yeah, I'm we'll pretty, around, I'm pretty sure y'all came and played Starkville when I was at Mississippi State. Which that's been a little. Okay. Bit. It's been a little okay, while. So I, ago, I was about to ask if you were if you were a bulldog or a rebel. I was, oh yeah, that's a bulldog through and through. I can't I can't be a rebel. Well, hey, I'm just saying the Omaha is going to be looking good. We got, oh. we got our Auburn Tigers in there too. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I'm, you can't. Yeah, it was a uh, very exciting series of games. I'm very. I'm, I'm eager to see how that plays out for sure. Yeah, we're big Braves fans, and we know uh, Austin Riley mm-hmm. uh, from. He played at State. And mm-hmm. so we're just kind of like, and he's been killing the game. He might win, you know, rookie of the year this year if he yeah. keeps playing how he does. Yeah, doing great, absolutely great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. For if y'all are in Mississippi, holler if you're and if you. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, Char- Charlie. Yeah, we have to get up. We have to put Charlie on a turkey or 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 uh, or deer or something like that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, just just say when that we can we can make that happen. Hundred yeah, percent. Well, I'm saying win now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 we'll link up. I mean, we got we got our numbers now, and we can uh we can figure out a date. Maybe in uh, but actually we'll be in Hattiesburg in December. Awesome. Uh, so and we'll be in Starkville, I think. And uh, actually, we're in Stark. When when is the uh, season open up in uh, October first? Is it that October first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we're there in October. It might even be. I don't know, but we can we can coordinate that, or we can take a weekend off and come down. Nice, heck yeah, man, heck yeah. Well, look, dude, I, I'm not I won't hold y'all any longer, but believe me when I said I I, I mean I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Y'all are some good guys. I've enjoyed this. Yeah, man, thanks thanks for having us, man, and we're uh, we're uh, looking forward to hanging out and, and doing more. Yeah, man, for sure. Well, uh, all right, guys, sweet. I'll wrap this up. I hope y'all enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I did. Uh, check out. Muscadine Bloodline, check out their music. They really have some good stuff. And as always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.